Let's take a second to remind ourselves to keep you humble. And if my brother should fall, my sister's half a stumble, pick you back. Okay, we're back with the Juby Take. I'm Steve. I'm Adam. And with us today is one of our executive producers, Heather. Hey, Juby Takers. Glad to be here. Nice to have you once again. Okay, so today we've uh, decided that we're going to talk about what we miss, uh, what we've been forced to miss with this pandemic. We're, we're just embracing it, folks. We tried to stay away from it with our first one back, but now we're just, we're going in. It's happening. Can't deny it. You know, I mean, the, the pandemic started, you know, basically March, February. Yeah, yeah. I would say February, March is when it really started hitting everything. And now we are in, you know, the end of October, almost November. So we've been dealing with this for a long time. And it's been a wide range of, of actually shutting down and closing down businesses. And you can't do anything to now it's opening up a little bit. And again, we're not a political show. So any comments that can be taken in a political way is on you guys because that's not our intent. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And as you know, last episode, we talked about sports and them coming back and, and enjoying that, that process. And I think now we can start narrowing down some of the other things that are coming back and some of the things that we miss and some things that maybe won't be coming back. Well, one of the things that happens when you're forced away from the, your everyday life, the normal things that you deal with, is that you miss things that you didn't really necessarily think about the fact that you know, if that was taken away, would it really bother me? You know, there's the obvious ones of, you know, being in the house and not being able to go and see friends and loved ones and that kind of stuff, which was, you know, frowned upon the, uh, the gatherings and that kind of stuff. So just it's thinking in general about, okay, when I sit down and think about what I haven't been able to do, what do I really miss? Right. And, and there's, um, I think we all have our, you know, first thing off of the top of our head and maybe what we like to do on our weekends, you know, what we do on for fun, you know, to go and relax. I think that that's to get out of the house. <laughs> we all had our, you know, uh, go-to things. Um, I know, uh, for me, it was always going to the movies, you know, always seeing, you know, ever since I was a kid, you know, that was a, a fun weekend plan that I would do with my friends and, and family and, uh, and just the environment, you know, going and, and, and being next to a whole bunch of people and not being afraid to be home <laughs> next to a whole bunch of people. I think that's definitely something that I, I miss out of the whole thing is maybe the, the ignorance of, of just not, you know, I mean, obviously it's different times, you know, but being able to just be around people and not really care. And, uh, but, you know, the environment, I think that that's a theme we're going to kind of reach with, with a lot of uh, places and things that we do miss and is is uh is the environment that that uh that we're put into when we go and do these certain things yeah i mean honestly movies you know we're not rating this sorry alex so it's not a one to ten type of thing but yeah going to movies we that's one of the things that we enjoyed doing you know it's whether it was you know as a small group or getting the whole family together to go to a star wars movie or Tuesday afternoon matinee, you walk in and there's two other retired people in there and there's four people in the movie theater and you have the place to yourself. That was pretty fantastic. It's fantastic. I don't see why that couldn't still be going on right now. Actually, it can. (laughs) That's That's not something that, well, they did take it away for a while because the theaters were closed down. Yeah. 
and the the chaos that came from that with the movie industry with okay now what do we do with this blockbuster that we've got 200 million dollars in you know are we really going to get it back you know on disney plus right you know or streaming and that kind of stuff so the ramifications from this whole thing are are going to ripple for years right you know even if you know it, it goes away like we all hope it will you know there's there's going to be some ripple effects but yeah that's you know adam you mentioned going on weekends you know to the movie theaters and things and and what heather and i you know retired we stay at home on weekends because that's when everybody else is out doing things right. we are the tuesday morning people at the theater you know with the other four other people in in an entire theater to watch a movie that came out two weeks ago so exactly i mean at I that point that. it's 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 almost like it was made for you you know at yeah. the, and when you're when you're at that mm. stage i think that's definitely appealing um for uh even for the younger crowd so movies uh one of the things that occurred to me right away and again i don't think there's a lot of things that we went out to do that much you know we weren't you know partiers going to bars and at night and we you know the only time we went to listen to music for the most part was if ebenezer was playing somewhere yeah. Ebenezer. Ah, josh so but one things we all, one of the things we always liked to do was was go out to breakfast. Yeah. And it wasn't, you know, again, weekends we kind of stayed away from going to breakfast, but we would love to go, you know, that was our Thursday thing since Tuesday was the movies was <laughs> you know, going and sitting in a restaurant and having breakfast. Absolutely. And I I really miss that. Uh the majority of um fruit food shopping preparation serving has fallen on me and there are some days when I wake up where my brain tries to convince me that I've cooked everything that can possibly be cooked in the world there are no more recipes and I'm just I'm blank I I got nothing left to give and um you know early on we uh ransacked the grocery stores in a very respectful way. We certainly didn't hoard anything, um, but we, we stocked up the freezer and the pantry, you know, much more so than we had done before and purchased a couple new kitchen appliances. And um, I spent a lot of time thinking about that. And I still probably spend about 80% of my time thinking about what am I going to make now? Because Steve and I are home 90% of the time. You know, Zachary does go to work. So um, I try to make sure that there's a nutritious dinner. And sometimes, and this has happened to me before, it's just I feel like I've made it all. I don't want to cook anymore. And somebody else think about it for a while. It's nice to be able to take that off your shoulders, for sure. Yes. I think that's that's something we can miss. I think everyone... um, can miss it you know i uh you know i've kind of been in a position where i have you know haven't been able to cook as much at home but had to order more Mm. um as well instead of having being able to go out and enjoy you know that and um i think the part of that that i miss because you don't have this issue with having home cooked meals but i don't get the fresh food to your table right in front of you you know, when you're ordering food, I mean, it's, you get it 20, 15, 20 minutes after it's made. Right. Um, you know, so it's, uh, 
it's still good, but it's not that same, you know, you almost have to like wait and have a conversation or drink your drink, you know, wait for it to cool down. And then, you know, before you're able to bite into it. So that was one thing that I missed with going out to eat and, 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 uh, and that experience was getting that pipe and hot food right to you. Right. And, and certain foods travel better than others. Oh yeah. Absolutely. There are some things that it, it really doesn't matter that it came from a restaurant and got to your house in 15 or 20 minutes. But some, it makes all the difference in the world. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That, you know, if you're not able to eat it as soon as it's ready, it starts degrading immediately. Yeah, immensely, and for sure. Those are always tough. But yeah, going out to breakfast, segue right into you cooking every day. It's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, because just, it, to me, going out to breakfast. It's just my struggle, man. Yeah. It's okay. I, I hear you, man. I hear yeah, you. Yeah, it's my struggle. It's, it's my truth. And this is the only comment I will make about, I know exactly how you feel about that, that you feel like you've cooked everything because you're the kind of person that likes to cook something new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. So, and, and you all heard her talk about, you know, I've cooked it all. There are some things that she makes that I absolutely love and the family loves and yeah. Zachary loves. And, it's it's a struggle at times to get my sweetie to uh, to cook something to recreate the, to recreate something that's that's kind of a staple. Hey, you could make this once a week and that would be fine. Well, when you're right. such a great cook, you that's know it's the hard thing. it's hard not to challenge yourself. And that's exactly what it is. You know, unfortunately, I don't have a huge binder full of recipes. You know, oh, I, yeah. I I cook off the cuff. Right. I you know, I I used to call it uh, making something out of nothing or one of our children at one point called it scraping for dinner thank you unnamed child yeah and um i can open up the fridge open up the pantry and say we have one of this one of this and two of these okay what am i going to do with that and figure something out and then i completely forget what i have created so i just need to be reminded you know when you say we could really have this once a week the next week comes and i don't know what i cooked the week before so uh, I, I know that struggle so yeah <laughs> I've been there. well and, and this is one of the issues and again we're getting way off a of topic here but uh, this is one of the issues that a lot of people in our family are going to have with you years down the road is they're going to be, why didn't she make a binder? Yeah, I need that recipe. With these wonderful creations that she made and little tweaks that she made. Because I know that you have some recipes from my mother and your mother and other people, I believe, that you just, you love going to them and pulling them out. Mm-hmm. And so the Heather book of food needs to be created at some point you know and and and, you know you're saying it's off topic yeah well i think that i would miss all of her cooking oh nice if she were not to write it all down he brought us back home folks oh thank you amajubi oh yeah so food food has been an adventure through all of this yes obviously not as many options it's it's been a, a a huge boost for Postmates and Grubhub and all of these delivery systems. Yeah, it's created some some jobs for sure. I'm going to touch on something that I don't miss. Okay. I'm not a big fan of Walmart. Okay. Being inside a Walmart. I just find it tedious at times and annoying. But with Walmart changing, which they started doing before this whole pandemic happened, but now you can order online 
and go pick up and they put it in the back of your car and you go home. Yeah. You get the same prices. You get, you know, the, the same access to all of the goods. Right. You know, I'm a big fan of the, uh, the clear choice peach flavored waters. Right. Yeah. You know, yep. we go through them and the only place I can get them is Walmart. So I have to shop there, but boy, I don't miss having, you know, to go in to Walmart. I love the idea that now, you know, I can sit the night before, pick 30 items and say, I'll be there at nine to pick them up. And I pull up, they load it up. I go home and I have my peach water. Definitely making the world more efficient in those sense to make it uh, easier and non-contact for now. But yeah, I mean, you're right. It's, it's, it's changing. And I think that that's the way, because even before the pandemic, that was kind of a, uh, an option and, and they wanted to move in that direction. Right. Um, I think, you know, a lot of companies have had to adapt and whatnot to the, the way it is. And I think that there's different systems that are really great with that. And then others that are, you know, not so great and, and, uh, and probably pretty annoying to have to deal with in certain, certain aspects for certain people. So can't seem to think of anything right now though, that is bad. Okay. But yeah. anyway, um, so, uh, you know, other things, uh, to miss, um, other can, things can I, be, yeah. b- before we, we, we close up this segment, yeah. I just, I'm wondering about this and I'm, I'll say what I'm going to say. And then I would like to know what, what our perspective what is. Yes. And what do Thank we do when we hear that water people drinkers. find that cold beverage, lift it up to your lips and go, <sighs> you're supposed to drink too, by oh, the way, since you're okay. the one that said it. Mm-hmm. Love my hydro flask. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm obsessed about this because I can't have it. And there isn't one near the new neighborhood that um, we moved into in April. I need a blue ribbon burger and steak fries from Red Robin. I don't want to go get it to go and sit in my car and eat it. I want the whole Red Robin experience and possibly some of those fudge brownie sticks with ice cream at the end. I now think about this almost every day. Um, To my gentlemen, Steve and Adam, can you just off the cuff instead of generalizing restaurants, is there one place that you would love to go sit down and eat and not have to worry about it? Um, okay, good one. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I agree with you with Red Robin. That is one of those places that doesn't travel well. No. The idea of un- unlimited French fries is just a wonderful concept. Even if you don't eat more than they give you initially. The idea that there's a whole kitchen back there making mounds of French fries that you have access to. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, Red Robin. Gosh, some of the other places that we would go. Again, we really glossed over breakfast, uh, which is fine. But there were some breakfast places that I just love to to go and sit down and eat. Yeah, I would say that that's probably mm-hmm. like going to Crackers. Oh, crackers. And sitting down and, and having some biscuits and gravy. Yes. Yeah. See, yeah. there's... The, Talk about something it? that doesn't travel well. Yeah. No. Joe's Grill, the farm grill. Yeah. The farm out there, grill. the farmhouse in downtown Gilbert. That's, mm-hmm. It's a very small little place. So the idea of social distancing in there is incredibly mm-hmm. difficult. It's almost impossible unless they're feeding one family at a time. Uh, 
So yeah, that that limitation, and and again, initially, initially it was they were all closed. So unless right. you you know curbside service, and you're right, biscuits and gravy aren't something you want to put in the car and drive 15 minutes and go home with. Yeah, not even five minutes. Yeah, pancakes are another one, and you know the idea of getting Red Robin and going home. What do you do about the endless amount of fries? Whether you eat them or not, they're they're no longer available to you. It, it would be sad. Yeah, it's I just I just wanted to. To share my heartache over that. Thank you for your. Thank you for in, indulging me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. You know, one thing that I miss. I, I didn't do it all that often, but you know, stopping in the afternoon and someplace and having a beer. You know, it's the hub. Oh yeah. You know, which is an outside. They have an outside bar, and you know, just generally listening to conversation and watching whatever sports they have on the TV and uh, or Jolie's, which is a crazy place that place is always busy and you can go there now you know they were closed for a long time but that's just like the wrong place to go because you know nobody's wearing a mask and again depending on which side you've come you know you've you come down on with whether masks are important or not uh you know not wearing them and then as it always happens in virtually any bar the more people drink the louder they get and the more they talk and it's just not a good place to be. Yeah. And I do, I do miss that. It doesn't bother me that much that I don't do it. It's just the idea that I can't or don't want to. That's that little nagging thing. It's not like it's something that, you know, I'm going to go crazy. Yeah. I, uh, I would agree. I, I did that as well. And I enjoyed that from time to time, especially the, you know, cold beer and cheeseburgers right by my, my house. It was mm-hmm. nice to stop by there. Um, you know, little thing for me that, you know, I was going and playing basketball, just shooting around at a, at a gym. That was something that I, I miss a lot that, uh, you know, is, is a, a difficult situation right now, you know, even if you're wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, you're getting right up on people when you're playing basketball. And so that, that's something that I miss is being able to go to the gym and, and go, go to the, basketball courts and kind of just hanging out there and the environment of, of everybody and watching people play and just kind of being an observer even at times. So that was a lot of fun. And yeah, just the general idea of being out and not thinking about it. And that's something that, you know, never really occurred to most people unless you're in the pandemic industry and, you know, then you're terrified of, of every germ and everything that's out there because you're aware that this kind of thing can happen. Yeah. The rest of us weren't really thinking about it. You know, I mean, we watched outbreak the Dustin Hoffman movie and you know, wow, that's bizarre, but it's the same thing as watching the walking dead and worrying about zombies. And you know, it just wasn't something that we expected to have to deal with ourselves. Yeah. But since we did and you know, now I'm not a big person for crowds, you know. I, I don't want to go to the store as you know, I alluded to earlier when when it's busy, you know. On weekends, you know, I shelter in place anyway. <laughs> uh, but when you're told you can't, you know, or you realize you shouldn't, that's one of those things that all of a sudden you miss something that if it was available to you, you might not do. Yeah. But still, you know, the idea is you there's that little twinge of missing something. Yeah, and I mean, and and we keep talking about you know missing places and missing going and doing things. Um, you know, but, but you're right. There's, there's the feeling of, you know, missing and you could be missing 
a feeling, you know, um, something that, uh, you know, I was going to mention was the, the fact of, of missing the feeling of being excited, excited to be home. You know, when you're home all the time and you're not able to, to, to get away, you know, um, not to, to detach, to, to, you know, when you feel like you're, you're trapped, um, in an environment, you know, you're not able to miss it. And I think that that's something when you go on a trip and you're gone for a couple of days, uh, and you come home and you lay in your bed and your first night's sleep, you know, and and in your own bed with your own pillows and blankets, you know, when you walk in and you you take a shower in your shower, you know, or, or even just walking in and the ambiance of your place. I mean, that there's, there's a lot to miss. And I think that a lot of people, you know, being stuck at home, you miss that feeling. Yeah. You miss the ability to miss being home. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's true. You know, we've all said it multiple times over our lives of, you know, sitting in a chair going, God, I'm so glad to be home. Mm -hmm. And you're right. If you're in that chair every day, all day. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens going forward because I think there's a lot of things are going to change. I mentioned earlier that the ripples of, of everything from entertainment and, and certainly Heather can talk about the performing arts uh, and what it's, you know, this has done to that. It's tragic, people. Yeah. Um, and to get back to where we were, you know, the ripple effect is is going to be a while. And I think the biggest thing that we're going to miss, that we miss now and that we're going to miss in the future is the feeling normal. Yeah. Feeling like there's normalcy to our lives. Even though in a lot of cases in the past, people would get bored with normal. I want something to happen, you know, I mean, let's go, you know, let's have, let's have something change everything because it's mundane. Yeah. And when you, when things happen and all of a sudden you're, you're hoping and that you can go back to mundane and you miss normalcy. Yeah. So that'll be interesting, you know, down the road to see how that manifests itself. Yeah, are we going to be comfortable with a new normal or are we always going to be in a com- constant state of what's next? I think I think it's almost twofold. Um I think you you can become comfortable by just saying yes to what's happening to you right now. I'm going to fully embrace this. I'm going to bloom where I'm planted. For me, how long am I going to mourn over what I missed? I lost a lot when we shut down, when the sheltering at home uh, orders came about. Um, the last two years of my life since 2018, you know, I finally got back into theater and um, I've been quite active in that. When the first uh, strict shelter at home order came down, I was 10 days away from um, shooting a film in which I was the lead. It was slightly heartbreaking, and I don't know when that may ever, you know, that that project may become active again because it's associated with um, an education institution and it's dependent upon, you know, how they open up. Um, And there was another film that was coming along in the summer and there were some other live theater projects. It was devastating for me. I 
think probably what hit me hardest is when Ballet Arizona had to fully close down uh, their school. I'm quite an active volunteer with them. Yeah, constant. And I spent um, every Tuesday there helping out in the school, doing administrative uh, work on a volunteer basis. And um, and that was my first performing arts passion. You know, I think I kind of came out of the womb loving ballet. I cried really hard when Ballet Arizona shut down. And um, I know that um, you and Dad have talked extensively about sports and what this is, has meant to sports. And you can extrapolate it out um, to the performing arts industry. How many thousands and thousands of performing artists that this was their debut season on Broadway? This was their farewell season on Broadway. The same for dancers, yeah, you know, and actors. This was their first film. This was their first leading role. Um, you know, this was their senior thesis in college, and they were directing, you know, all on their own their first play. That has all, you know, gone away. And um, I miss my theater friends. I was seeing them regularly. Um, We are so blessed with the Phoenix metro area. There's so much talent here in this valley. And recreating theater, you know, we theater folk, we're, we're, we're pretty darn creative. Where there's a will, there's a way. And there's some virtual projects that have... Um, come out of this that have been absolutely great and it you know again it's how do you bloom where you're planted yeah um but that's you know it, it's really sad broadway now in new york is uh scheduled to be closed completely until may and then they will um take a look see what's going on then whether or not they're going to open but most of your um, your your larger performing arts venues are taking their lead from Broadway right now. So Orpheum, Gamage, um, I don't, I can't think of the other places because they change their names all the time. Scottsdale Center for the Arts, uh, you know, their season is is completely closed down. Ballet Arizona, the school is is up and operating on a very limited basis again. Good. Fingers crossed. Um, they will have a performance in May and June at Desert Botanical Gardens. It will be the debut of Eve Anderson's uh, Four Seasons uh, based on Vivaldi's music. Let's keep our fingers crossed for that. And there's so yeah. much work going in to season um, 21, 22. Um, yeah. But, you know, when you think about those, those sports, think, think about all those actors, too. Yeah. They're hurting. Actors. Hurting for, hurting for certain. Singers, you know. Yeah. Musicians. Like said, performance art, performing arts. It's, it's hard right now. Yeah. Well, like we alluded to earlier, the, you know, the whole entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, so normally it's September when the new network shows come out and, and all of that. Well, now that's been pushed into October and November. And so, and there's just a smattering. Of, of shows that actually have new episodes. Right. So, it's not the big rollout that we're used no, to. No, it's not. And there's, it, it'll be very interesting to see, you know, if the quality suffers. Yeah. You know, they've actually incorporated, I've seen a couple little clips here and there 
and it appears that you know they're incorporating masks and the pandemic kind of into their episodes which you know how do you not right because it's what's going on but yeah it just uh, how this has affected everything is is just crazy you know nobody could have seen it and and how fast it it came i mean it wasn't something that kind of rolled out all that quickly or rolled out all that slowly it was very quick yeah you know just all of a sudden it's it's here and we're shutting everything down so but yeah i mean missing you know restaurants missing you know just new events you know kind of looking at at different things to go and do everything has kind of been on hold so uh yeah trying to roll out things but it's tough i mean you don't know it's hard to control situations so well and and the information that we're getting is so sporadic it depends Varied. on yeah it depends on who you're listening to you know we have one side that's saying that oh it's over and then we have the other side that's saying okay it's it's worse than it's ever been yeah but the facts are the facts you know that's one thing about the juby take is we do deal with facts this is true yep so having a chance to to think about okay normal to think about what we miss it made me started think thinking about you know some of the things that i miss just generally in my life you know now that we've moved to the desert and i grew up on the beach in newport and i couldn't wait to get away yeah because if you live in newport where i did newport oregon yeah our everyday listeners know that because we've, we've talked about it before but thanks for that well you know what there's there we, yeah. There's a new audience coming in. Podcasts could, could be are the everybody's at thing home and they, they're looking for something to they do. Got something to watch. Did you be take? To. I think is is number three with a bullet uh, on the uh, on the charts. On the charts. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, up and coming. But it's funny now that you know I think about you know growing up in Newport and it was 64 degrees every day of my life that I was there. Summer, winter, fall. Yeah. Doesn't matter. But the ocean, I do miss the ocean. Oh, me too. I miss the Oregon coast. You know, just every, every day when I got up, the ocean was there. You know, every night, you know, I could open my window. We lived right on the beach, so I could, I could hear the ocean. I could hear the waves. And I haven't lived around the ocean for a long time. And now it's been quite a few years since I've even been, you know, where I could see the ocean. And I'm sorry Southern California isn't the same as other places where I've seen the ocean or lived by the ocean. Yeah. Uh, But now, you know, with the pandemic limited, nobody really wants to travel. So where I always thought I could just, you know, drive for a few hours and I could get to the beach. Now that's not even an option. Yeah. You know, so I, I miss the idea of being able to get in the car and go to the beach do you ever uh you ever use one of those like noise apps to bring like the waves back into your well we have a a fan that runs constantly in our room (laughs) and it was made by boeing so it's actually pretty loud (laughs) you get the crashing wave sound from it It, it's crashing of all kinds yeah it's wonderful no we take white noise to a whole new level Yeah. yeah in our house it's pretty bad so, uh, but you know, I just, I, you miss water. I did, uh, in August, you know, I drove a hundred miles one way to put my feet in the water uh, and it was a fantastic day, you know, up to Oak Creek 
and I put my, you know, folding chair in the creek and put my feet in the water, you know, to get out of the heat and just to listen to the water, you know, rolling down the hill. Yeah. And, you know, that was wonderful. Super relaxing. It would be awesome if it was, you know, a 10 minute drive. Right. But it's not. <laughs> yeah. That was one thing you miss from, or I miss from being up in Oregon again, it, you know, that, that kind of lifestyle that there's a creek or a river right around the corner and whatever direction, you know, you just, just pick a direction, walk five or drive five minutes and you'll find some water. So I definitely miss that. I miss the spontaneity of life. It's kind of dead right now. Yeah. That's a because, very good point. Because, um, we, you know, we can't just say, Hey, let's jump in the car and go X, Y, Z. You have to think about, well, where would we eat? Where would we use facilities? Where would we sleep? What's going to be open? Yeah. That's, that's, you know, the, you know, is the, it worth it? Yeah. Is all of the planning, right. Is the risk worth it? Is the risk is worth the it ri- of what you're yes. going and doing? That's, that's the one that I always get to where I'm like, I could figure out how to do it. I could go do it, but is it worth it for me to go out there and put myself on the line or, you know, again, not even just thinking of myself, but you know, the people that I love and all that stuff. Well, and that's, that's a situation, you know, the Heather and I, because we are considered high risk Yeah, because I'm old as dirt <laughs> and Heather has a bit of an immune system deficiency. So we're considered high risk. So not only do we have to think about the fact of, of protecting ourselves, but you and Zachary, Marie and the kids and everybody has to think about protecting us. Right. So for us to feel like, okay, well, you know, we're the reason that you guys have to be more cautious is, you know, troubling at times, you know, because we want to be around you guys. So it's, it's not a matter of, okay, we're just going to quarantine until the end of the world. And you guys go and do what you want to do. You know, we want to be around you. And so, you know, there's that aspect of it, you know, but that's a great point, Heather, the spontaneity of feeling like we can just go and do whatever we want to do. You know, we feel like getting everybody together and and going to a park, you know, and it's funny because it's, it's even things, you know, I, I can challenge you, Adam, when you lived in Oregon, how many times did you go to water? Yeah, no. You know, it's, but it's access. Yeah. And that's the thing. You can miss something. And I kind of tried to allude to that earlier and I probably missed the mark. But anyway, the idea that, that missing something doesn't have to be a tangible thing. It doesn't have to be that you went and did it all the time. Oh, I was constantly going here and doing this and now I can't. It's the idea that you could go and do it before. Right. And now you can't. It's that feeling of you don't know what you had until you, you until it's gone. You know, you right. didn't didn't um, know yep. that I really really wanted to go see the water until I realized that I can't go see the water now. Mm-hmm. Um, and and now that I'm you know thinking about it, man, I wish I did go, you know, every weekend. And if I went and did it right now, I I would, you know. So it's a, interesting to have that perspective. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Once again, in case I didn't say it enough times, I'm the only one that's actually drinking something. We have a couple, well, one celebrated water drinker and a new water drinker. This is two episodes in a row, and I applaud you for that, Adam. I appreciate that. <laughs> but I'm going to have a drink of my drink. Yes. 
Go for it. Have one for both of us. No, that's too much pressure. Okay, so uh, missing things. Is there uh, anything else, Heather, that you can think of that, that you miss? I know one of the things you always seem to enjoy doing, and I guess you kind of did it the other day, but you, you hadn't for a long time, and that was just kind of putts around a store. Oh, absolutely. Just walking through a store very slowly. You know, I play games with myself. Okay, you can only spend $5. Find the best deal. Okay, here's here's the truth, Juby Takers. I find joy in a clearance markdown bin like some people find joy in... Uh, fill in the blank for me, Steve. Something else. Something else, exactly. You know, if something has been marked down and now they really want to get rid of it and it's an additional 75% off, it it, it invigorates me. It invig- it's, it's almost, you know, like an illegal substance. I absolutely love that. Making, you know, it's maximizing my minimization. Uh, that's trademarked. Please don't use it without my permission. Uh, but maximizing yeah. Yeah. my my minimization is just, it, it, yeah. I I have really missed that. It's been like the big adjustment with uh, grocery shopping, ordering, and then going to pick it up. It's like, but here's how I grocery shop. I have an idea of what I need. But you are a hunter and I am a gatherer. And so I will look at my, you know, nearby flora and fauna and see what else is on sale that must come home with me to feed the family, clothe the family, give the dog treats. Yes. Absolutely. I miss being a wanderer. And that's one of the reasons that we can never shop together again. Because yep. I am, I, I can't stand to take forever in a store. I know what I want, is I that- know what I'm going to get. It's not all, it's not like every, it's not, it's a stereotype, but that's a stereotypical male, female shopping. Right. We went to a play, Heather took me years ago. Defending the caveman. To. uh, Understand the difference between men and women. Exactly. And it's that kind of thing. It's a hunter gatherer type of thing. And no, not all men are hunters and not all women are gatherers. There are some crossover, but generally. It's kind of true. We are textbook descriptions. We are because I want to get in the store and get what I, you know, what I need, what's on my list and get out. My family has been known to preface shopping trips like, okay, mom, you have blinders on when we get in there. We're just going in there to get these two items and you cannot look at anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I see no reason to go down an aisle of uh, that, that contains things I do not need nor want. So, yeah, that's that's interesting. But I, I do know, and that's why kind of why I brought it up, the how much you enjoy just wandering. And a store like, you know, TJ Maxx or Ross's where they have not only the clothing, but then they have the racks in the back where they've got everything from candles to olives. To, Dishware. To, yeah. Fig jam. You know, I, yeah. I don't necessarily enjoy going down every aisle and looking at everything it's not something i do because i enjoy it or i you know really want to um i think when i'm in the store i always feel like i'm forgetting something or that there was something that i didn't buy or you know i'm going to get home and you know and i forgot to buy something so i tend to to wander 
Um, but I think it's more of a, it, which I don't like. So the, that makes me kind of fall under that stereotypical of a male not enjoying shopping as much mm. because I do have that kind of See, that's where the list anxiety. Comes in. No, I, if I have a list and I go into a store and I get what's on the list, there's something else in the store that I possibly could need or want or there's there's just something that's 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 what goes into my mind now i talk myself out of it and oh, i find a way there such but, a girl yeah no yeah. and and sure you know there are there are times where and i would be less than truthful if i didn't admit that standing in the back of ross is sometimes seeing what they've got because it's so unique yeah so that's a different situation for me than walking down every aisle in a grocery store yeah you know, this is the cereal aisle and it will be next week and it will be next month. Yeah. And it was last week. But in the back of a TJ Maxx or a Ross's, you know, these these overflow outlet stores, you never know what you'll find. And yeah. I, I do enjoy that. I don't really understand how I'm ever going to go clothing shopping again. I don't wear typical sizes. Um, n- not because I have a bizarrely shaped body it's just my body doesn't always fit into I don't even know what I'm trying to say look people I need to try things on I'm a different size on top than I am on the bottom so dresses almost next to impossible shoes I've got one foot that's a half size bigger than the other if I can't try these I I don't understand okay so you're going to close down the dressing rooms and I understand why you need that and you don't want us to try things on but what is the return policy? Now, since I've basically continued sheltering at home, I haven't been in an apparel area for forever and ever. But what stops me from taking the item home, trying it on, it doesn't fit, and bringing it back? Do we not do that anymore? Is that the same we, thing as Are we going to save trees it? with no more gift receipts because you can't take it back? No, I think you can take it back. I mean, Sam's Club and Costco, you know, the the name brand clothing places that I shopped for years, they had no dressing rooms. So you either tried on something standing next to the big platform stacks of clothing or you just took a shot and took it home and kept your receipt. Yeah, that, you know, that doesn't really work for me. But yeah, but well, since nobody saw my clothes for six months, everything is new again, right? There yeah, you go. There you go. All nice. right, there we go. What's well, like ordering home. now, ordering clothes online was, you know, you kind of had to if you were going to order your sports paraphernalia from, you know, if you didn't live in the area. Right, exactly. You know, back when we lived up in Eugene, getting duck stuff was not an issue. Yeah. Go to Fred Meyers. It's packed with it. It's everywhere. But down here, you know, so 49er fan, duck fan, Yankee fan, not a lot of that stuff just in the regular stores down here. Blazers, yeah. Portland Trailblazers. There you go. You yeah. can't even go to like, you know, uh, Lids. That's right. You can't see this. isn't a video. I'm wearing a blazer shirt, so I, I thought I didn't need to mention that. I'm wearing a duck shirt, thing. and Adam's wearing a duck hat. And probably duck and socks. Bracelets. Oh, and bracelet, yeah. But so you end up having to order things online. And, of course, that's always a a real party because... You can order the same size in four different shirts, and they're four different sizes. Yep. 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 So, yeah. Shoes. That becomes an issue. Shoes. You've had some good shoes experiences with ordering online. I have. 
yeah, you know, I, I'm more, I have a, a pair of the shoes that you ordered in my closet. Right. That didn't because fit they didn't me. fit you because yeah. of this issue. Yeah, so the style. But exactly. I totally agree, Heather, with what you're talking about is, you know, I'm the same kind of deal. You know, I, I want to try something on because the fact that it says this particular size and I'm not mentioning any sizes that I wear. So forget it. <laughs> the the idea that that I can, uh, you know, pick something off the rack because it's a particular number and think that it's going to fit me perfectly, even though I have one at home with the same number doesn't matter. It won't. So trying it on makes a big difference. Yeah. So we miss that. What else do we miss? We miss the ocean. We miss Red Robin. I miss John and Diane Casper. We miss John and Diane. A lot. Hope to see you soon, bestie. Yeah. I couldn't have had this conversation in May. We hadn't seen the grandkids. We hadn't seen you bit yeah. Adam um, Adam was an amazing frontline worker during uh, much of this working at a food company general manager of a, a food company that did record business during this pandemic yes the, and the name we will not say now we know we because we'll burst into flames he it was it was amazing what what Adam did during that that time period, keeping people fed. And, Appreciate that. And um, yeah, it, it just, it was all, you know, so new in the beginning and we just didn't know. And fear of the unknown is just the worst kind of fear because you don't know what you're going to wake up to tomorrow. And we still don't. And I think that, right. you know, we're still trying to figure it all out. And, you know, the this podcast, same podcast, four months down the road could be different, you know, so... Um, everything changing. I think that that's, we all need to have. And I think majority of people have that go with the flow, kind of take it as it comes attitude and, um, you know, uh, supporting people and supporting each other, I think is one thing that I have noticed from everything that, you know, is, is awesome. Uh, is just how, uh, it has brought, you know, people together. It has torn a lot of people apart and then things that we've done, but I feel like there's been, and, um, you know, some circles that I've seen and, uh, that people have been supportive and, you know, we're reaching out and we're, you know, a lot of people are trying to help each other through this moment, through this time. Yep. Very well said. Well, anytime you're, you're left with things that are out of your control, you know, we're talking about things that we miss. Um, certainly this has been, an absolute dumpster fire of a year. And that term I've heard multiple times, but a lot of different places, the year has been horrendous, but you think about the things that you miss and my mind starts going to like something as simple. And, and I, I know we've been talking about big issues and, and being around family and, and this pandemic is, is horrendous. We'll get through it, but simple things like your favorite TV show being canceled yeah sure yeah something as simple as that you know it's just a, a show that you're like wow i love this show the big joke always is firefly you know the big bang theory talks about it all the time that yeah you know, well you know let's put this in the roommate agreement because firefly is going to be on for years you know there's been shows over the years that we've watched that get canceled and it just it's gone all of a sudden 
and you don't get closure, Deadwood is one that comes to mind. Uh, you know, there's there's just the network we loved that show, and all of a sudden it's gone. And Code Black was another one that we were watching. That it's like, wow, this is different. This is really a good show, and then it's gone. Yeah, and it's different when they run their course, you know, and they decide that okay, this is the final season we're going to do. But it's that, that that hanger that you know you're waiting for the new season, and oh, we're not going to have that. So things that other people, their decisions are what takes something away from you. You know, a restaurant that closes, you know, because for whatever reason, you know, the chef leaves and. Right. And now you, you can't get that favorite dish that you had. You know, I mean, it's a case when, when I was going to California all the time in Lake Elsinore, there was a uh, ravioli's was the name of a, a restaurant. And their mush, wild mushroom ravioli was one of the greatest dishes I've ever had. And then all of a sudden I walk up one day and it's closed. It's shuttered. It, no, they're gone. All right. And to think that, okay, now that's something that I miss, you know, because I can never have that dish again. You know, so there are different things at different times that, you know, at different levels that, that all of a sudden are gone. And, you know, there's like back in, in Oregon, there's, there's food up there that I want. And all of a sudden you crave it because you can't have it. Yeah. You miss it, you know. Los Baez and and Cart de Frisco for me are ones that I very seriously think about driving up there for that. It's a combination of missing it because you can't have it and missing it because it's so damn good. Yeah. Yeah. So we were forced this year into having to miss things, but it kind of opens up that whole basket of, you know, what do you miss and why do you miss it? What and, really, what's really important to you. And, you know, as we said a little while ago, you know, sometimes it's not you miss something because physically you can't do it anymore. It's you miss it because it's the idea that you, you don't have access to it. You know, it's, it's not something you did all the time. You know, we didn't always hang out around water in Oregon, although we actually did quite a bit. Yeah, we did. <laughs> but, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but the idea that, you know, okay, here it's, you know, it's, it's an hour drive, you know, or an hour and a half drive to get to enough water to cover the, you know, tops of your feet. And, you know, Oak Creek, which we love and people in Arizona love, but that's an afterthought in Oregon. That's not enough water to really almost, it's not even enough water to be named. Yeah. You know, when you're talking about the Mackenzie and, you know, the Willamette and the Buquina and the Umpqua and Salettes and... Oh, uh, the Rogue. Yeah. Yeah. Rogue River jet trip. If you ever get to Gold Beach, Oregon, get on the jet boat trip to, to Agnes. It's 114 miles one way. You got to do that. I miss great. being able to do that. Yeah. I just thought of something that I miss, and it has a lot to do with my personality, but I'm a huge hugger. I am a hugger. I meet you. I like you. You have a great smile. I like your energy. When we part ways... I'm going to seriously want to give you a hug. And the elbow bump just doesn't do it for me. Thankfully, you know, I can hug my immediate family, and I'm so grateful for that and that um, that our family is very careful with who they expose themselves to so we can gather together safely, which I'm very appreciative of. And I love being able to hug them, but... 
um, other yeah. people that I would normally hug, no hugging. Yeah. I miss the hugs. And even though she makes us glove up and mask up and everything before she hugs us here in the house, but that's, <laughs> that's because we're very cautious. So, okay, so this is some of the things that, that we miss. Uh, hopefully we touched on some things that resonated with you as, as listeners, but I think we're about done with, with today. Does anybody have one final thing? Heather. Of all the things you miss this year, please don't miss your opportunity to vote. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's now, a good one. I'm going to have to get this out right away for it to be timely. Yeah. <laughs> the pressure's on. It's okay. Important. I'm not saying who you should vote for. Just exercise your right to vote. Right. Please we make are not, it happen. We are not politically based in any way, but nope. we are factually based. Yes. Do with that what you will. Um, so the, what I want to end everyone on is, uh, you know, we've spent a, an hour now talking about what we've missed. And, uh, you know, I, I want to make sure that, you know, what people get from this is just not to take advantage of the moments that you have and um, to be thankful for what we have and, you know, take every moment for what it is and make sure that we enjoy the little things such as hugs, such as smiles, you know, that we can see when we're not wearing our masks. Um, uh, you know, up to things of, you know, being able to see people. You know, there's a lot of people, including myself, that were thrown off when Kobe died. You know, that's another thing that, that I miss is even as weird as it seems, you know, to hear that guy talk again. You know, that guy was such an inspirational person. So don't take for granted what you have. Enjoy it. And if you want, there's going to be more perspectives later. Well, mama said that I don't got to be part of the world to truly love to live and rise above it This is the time I'm asked So let's be tasted So let's do everything we can Before one day I wanna be known as one of the good ones One of the good ones Before one day I wanna be known as a good one of today point them out to me so i can come and join their raid we'll walk around this land with open hands looking for change we'll want to understand this progression we have at hand humanity is killing wheat for this we will not stand i say let's progress in good contest make conference then love our best our onslaught of love will be at an all-time high crashing like waves on some ponderosa pines our love that makes no sense we who spend love at no expense we are a force of passion creating a new faction taking action working hard just for the satisfactions with the abilities to shine so bright that others want to fight because our light is in their eyes ladies and gentlemen we are